It is time now for Making Sense of the Markets with Lori Pinkowski. Lori is the Senior Vice President and Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. Good morning, Lori. Good morning, Simi. How are you? I am good. Thank you. Let's talk about those markets. Like last week was a pretty good rebound that they had. What's going on now? Yeah, of course. Uh, last week was strong. Markets have since pulled back maybe 1% to 2% uh, early this week, really due to uncertainty around uh, future interest rate hikes from the Federal Reserve uh, down in the U.S. We're going to hear a lot more today. And uh, at 11 a.m., uh, we're expecting uh, some uh, important announcements with a focus on what they will, I- when they will increase interest rates next year. And expectations are for the Fed to speed up the wind down of its bond buying program, changing that date to the end of March from June. Uh, that would set the stage for the first interest rate hike. Uh, as expectations are the f- for the Fed to release a, a new forecast showing two to three hikes possibly in 2022 and three to four in 2023. So again, you know, you have to think about this as well, um, just because when they're increasing interest rates, uh, it means the economy is doing well, right? So, so you know, initially it can be uh, a little bit of a surprise to the markets when, the, you know, you get that first rate hike. But again, they're trying to show us no surprises and hopefully we don't get any surprises today uh, and, and markets can then move higher after this uh, Fed meeting. But again, it really depends on what they're going to come out with today uh, and what they're going to say. And again, uh, we'll react uh, accordingly. Right. What about the Canadian side of things? Yeah, I, again, when we're looking at Canada, as uh, we just heard, I mean, inflation uh, it was relatively flat at 4.7%. Um, again, that compares to inflation in the U.S. at 6.8%. Uh, we're looking at, you know, different sources and, you know, meat was up 8% year over year. And so when we are experiencing that things are more expensive, uh, they definitely are. And I mean, the number one question I'm getting is how do I hedge myself against inflation. And again, there's a few ways you could do that. One is, you know, not leaving large cash balances in your bank, right? If you're just, if you're earning close to 0% in interest, you're losing almost 5% annually. Um, Again, investing in stocks or real estate is a good way to hedge yourself as well. But again, you know what, there still are risks out there in the market. uh, When you think of inflation, supply chain issues, uh, China's growth is slowing. Uh, but again, there's a lot of reasons to remain bullish into next year as well. Again, the Fed has more numbers than you and I will ever have. And so if they're seeing uh, that in 2022, they're going to have to increase rates, well, it means that they're actually quite positive on the economy. So again, take it from that perspective. Um, you know, we're looking at historically um, in 2015, they increased rates through to September of 2018 and the markets increased steadily until the end of 2018. So again, uh, it could bring some short-term volatility, but long-term, usually markets are moving higher when rates are also moving higher. But of course, they usually increase them too far too fast. And uh, the same problem, uh, we, we see the same problem again. So, but again, initially, uh, I would expect markets to move higher um, as rates are moving higher as well. Okay. Well, let's talk about this time of year. It's the end of the year, Lori. Is there anything that we should be thinking about besides those credit card bills that are going to come in in January about how, <laughs> how to plan for income for the year ahead? Yeah, you know, effective financial planning is where, you know, when we're talking about income, takes place really throughout the year. Uh, There's some steps you can take for the end of the year planning uh, that can really positively impact your finances, I would say, going forward, right? So one of those, and and we've talked about the is tax loss selling, right? So selling any investments that are down to offset capital gains this year, 
Uh, again, you can take those losses back three years and carry them forward indefinitely. Um, you just have to watch out for that superficial loss rule uh, with purchasing the same investment uh, 30 days uh, after you sold it. And so you just have to remember that. And the last day this year is December 29th. Um, also, this is a big one. Uh, this is a whole project for my team at the end of the year uh, for investors or clients that have substantial amounts in their RSPs or RIF accounts. Uh, because again, you're going to have a large, large tax bill uh, on the second of your passing if you're if you're married. Because initially, when you pass, it's a tax-free rollover to your spouse. But when the second person passes, the entire amount is considered income in the year of death. And you think in BC, the highest marginal tax rate is 53.5 percent. So again, you need to take a look at that for long-term planning. And again, we do that by having a financial plan for everybody, right? To to be able to look at uh, their annual income and uh, decide what amount makes sense for them to take out of their RIF uh, or RSP early. Again, <clears throat> many financial planners I've spoken to say that if you're not paying any tax actually in retirement, it's not always a positive thing for your long-term estate planning. So again, that's why it's important to be having these conversations uh, with, uh, with a financial advisor and financial planner and even an accountant. Okay. So, but when you, when you look at that, like how can you actually project how much future income you're going to be able to take? Yeah. And this again comes from having a financial plan. I mean, you want to plan for your future and looking at how much you can draw from your portfolio. And, and this is where I'm looking at in retirement. I mean, again, it's different if you're working, but most people are able to live within their means uh, while working. When you're retired, again, you have this nest egg that you've worked very hard for and you're now uh, paying yourself instead of receiving a paycheck. So having those conversations over income is really important. I mean, a lot of people take more income early on in retirement, you know, 5,000, maybe a little more, maybe a little less. And then they allocate some usually semi towards a travel travel fund. But again, as we're hearing, that's probably not likely again uh, in the near term. So, but we always look at it, you know, what happens if, you know, when we're out of this pandemic, when there is no COVID, how much will people be spending? They're likely going to be spending more uh, than they have. We see a lot of people have saved extra money throughout the last year and a half uh, because of the pandemic. But again, we want to take a look at next year's expenses. Or is there anything um, uh, that's significant, renovations, gifting, uh, other lump sums, new car, new roof, whatever it is. Uh, and we're working that into one's financial plan to determine how much money they're going to need. And what's great is that this was a great year in the market. So portfolios really got a boost and uh, a lot of people have a lot of extra cushion. And so they will be right. able to spend more when we're finally able to do so. When? Yes, that's the big question. Um, <laughs> also, I think if you're even thinking in the back of your mind about maybe 2022 is going to be the year that I retire, is there something that you should be doing now? Yeah, you should be talking to your financial advisor or or a portfolio management team, just making sure that you're prepared. Uh, I often say, you know, you don't want to, um, you know, come up with the idea three months before you walk out the door. Usually uh, at least a year uh, is is good advice. But again, we can plan for, for shorter. And I think that during the pandemic, it, you know, a lot of people's retirement goals shifted. Some people want to retire right away. Some people are held off and are looking to retire after the pandemic. Um, you know, and those are conversations you need to have. And often I'm asked, you know, do I have enough to retire? And I always respond, it depends 
on how much you spend. And so we won't know that until we take inflation into account, tax and all those things, uh, returns on your portfolio and do a proper financial plan in order to, to provide you that really insightful answer about retirement. All right. That's lots to look forward to then in the year ahead. Lori, thank you. I know this is the last show for you until the new year, right? We're going to talk to you in 2022. We are going to talk in 2022, and we will be talking about our outlook at that time, the first week in January. And uh, again, thank you, Simi, uh, for uh, talking to me every week in the past year. It's been a, a wild ride again during really the pandemic. And, and, and in markets, uh, I'm always excited to talk to you uh, about markets every week uh, and, uh, and provide our listeners, uh, again, some some uh, knowledge and, and so that they're able to kind of go about their business and not worry too much about their investments. Well, I hope so. I learned so much listening to you, Lori. So thank you so much. And we'll talk to you in a few weeks. Great. Happy holidays. Thanks, Amy. Same to you. That's Lori Pinkowski. Lori, of course, the Senior Vice President and Portfolio Manager at Canaccord Genuity. Now, you can contact her team, 604-695-LORI, or you can visit their website at pinkowski.ca. Lori's off for a few weeks, but she will be back in early 2022 with all sorts of great financial advice ahead.